we're live. Um, today is going to be one of those Bitcoin and behavior episodes. Uh, as many of you know, I've been really enjoying uh, observing and digging deeper into the personal changes that result from engaging with and learning about Bitcoin. I think it's probably one of the most fascinating aspects of this whole phenomenon. And I have Bang Bitcoin with me here today, who's going to remain anonymous to share some of his thoughts and some of his story. But first, do want to thank uh, the sponsor of the show, the Bitbox O2, Bang, right there. Um, Bitcoin only edition for myself, of course. And um, yeah, this is a great hardware wallet. Um, I'm advising a lot of people to buy Bitcoin now and have been for the last several years. Uh, and the more complicated step is always telling them how to secure it and take custody for themselves, because that is a crucial aspect of uh, buying and owning Bitcoin. And uh, I've been really enjoying playing around with the Bitbox O2. Um, it's a super smooth, easy, easy to use uh, hardware wallet. I've even gone full psychopath and uh, cut out tiny little seed words so I can uh, randomly select my own seed phrase because the wallet allows you to do that. You can, of course, roll it and it, of course, generates it for you as well if you prefer that, that uh, approach with a random number generator. Um, it connects to your own node. It has coin selection, a lot of great features. Um, and I found it's good for someone with more experience that wants to do multi-sig stuff, as well as someone who's just dipping their toes uh, into this whole world. So thank you to the Bitbox O2 for the support. And if you guys want to check it out, go to shiftcrypto.ch forward slash rapid fire for 5% off. Bang Bitcoin. What's up, baby? Hey, John. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, man. It's, uh, it's, good, to, uh, it's good to talk to you. I've uh, been listening to you for a while. And so it's pretty cool to uh, get to beat you and, uh, and have this chat. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to this too. We've been uh, you know, going back and forth on DMs for on twitter for a while yeah and you've always got uh you know you know enthusiasm and things that you want to discuss and uh i thought you know now that i'm i'm trying to do a, a more of a dedicated uh, you know series or approach to speaking to people uh that you know have a, a particular story to share with regards to bitcoin and and how it's changed them i thought now was the time to uh to put this thing together so i know you're obviously maintaining a certain degree of privacy so how do you want to kick this thing off what's top of your mind um, well, I mean, <clears throat> first, I mean, first I want to say, uh, um, it's, it's just fucking cool what you're doing, you know? I mean, that, that's kind of like the first thing, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing to, to reach out on Twitter to somebody you don't know. I mean, it's even weirder to, to, um, to listen to people, you know, discuss things and then get the sense that, oh, like I, I would get along with that guy, you know, like I, I want to meet that guy. I, I love what. I love your show and I love what you're doing. And so I just sort of had this sense of like, uh, you know, I, I want to reach out to you and it's weird to reach out with somebody you don't know, but um, you know, I don't know. I, I guess I, I try to live like instinctually and, uh, and uh, just trust, trust my instincts. So yeah, that's why I kept badgering you basically. Well, I appreciate that, man. And that's, that's the cool part about being in Bitcoin, you know, like I don't want to suggest that we're all the same, but we are operating on a similar wavelength, you know? So it makes it that much more easy. Like I've, I've done a bunch of these things now where, you know, we haven't talked before and here we are, you know, striking up a live stream and just the fact that I can have the confidence to do that uh, and think that, you know, the conversations are, you know, best case scenario going to be interesting, but, you know, even just not a, a complete train wreck is, is kind of a miracle in itself, but it just, <laughs> it just speaks to like how, uh, 
I guess, how aligned or how, uh, you know, the shelling point of Bitcoin that's, that's bringing a lot of similar people together and changing people in a lot of similar ways so that I think we can, we can jive so easily and so, uh, you know, so, so seemingly randomly. Yeah, there's definitely something, there's definitely something going on, you know, it, it's, uh, it's pretty undeniable. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, you can, you can see it. I mean, you can see it now seeping everywhere into the mainstream and whatnot. Um, and I, I mean, I just, I just jumped onto Twitter in the last what, six months for the first time, it's really my first foray into any social media whatsoever is uh, being on Bitcoin Twitter. And uh, I just gotten so much out of it already. Um, it's just really cool. Yeah, well, this is, you know, we were talking about this very briefly before we started. And, you know, it's, in my opinion, it's a genuine culture that's emerging, you know, and it's very early stages and the I the ideas and the ethics and the you know, uh, all that, the, all the different elements of the culture are still swashing around and being sorted out. But like, it, it's, I think it's pretty clear if you step back from it for a second that a, it's, you know, it's certainly a counterculture. And, you know, I think many Bitcoiners would argue on its way to becoming dominant culture at some point in the future. And, and here we are all contributing to it and figuring it all out and experiencing changes within ourselves and throwing them out into the mix. And, you know, on this fairly rapid, I would say, um, process of refining our understanding of what this all is and and also contributing to it becoming something that you know we have a vague idea of what it's becoming but really not not a super clear one yeah i mean i mean you know my beginning in, into this uh was like early 217 and <clears throat> i mean the the reason why it's like I, I'm not I'm not technically savvy, although I'm getting better, you know, and uh, and I'm pretty you know stoked about uh, how intimidating it is to like dive in there, but you know get in there. So um, now I'm running my own node and uh, and you know got my own uh, multi-stake thing going, and it, it's just awesome, um, you know. I guess confronting the fear of the technical for me, um, but when I started. Um, the thing that drew me in so much was the people like I, I guess uh, I, I won't say I pride myself, but I think one of the things I've always relied on in my life was my intuition about people. And, and I kind of, you know, it was kind of used it to, I guess, make my way in, in some ways. And, um, when I first, when the seed was sort of first planted, I mean, the questions came for, were in my life for a long time about money. And they, they were just kind of whispers, you know, they were just whispers and, and, and then they just got louder and louder. And when I f then dove in and, and, and this thing, I mean, I can tell you <laughs> when I first, when I first heard about Bitcoin, like the, the moment I heard about it, like something went bing. Like, I, and it's weird. I was watching those, um, you know, they're a little bit overproduced, but those uh, Mike Maloney videos on uh, the hidden secrets of money or whatever. And towards the end of one, one of the episodes, he sort of says, you know, what, what, he's sort of asking the questions, what will it be? It could be this, it could be that, it, it could be this new thing of Bitcoin. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, there's something, there's something there, like immediately. And, uh, and so I dove in and just started to research as much as I could, you know, I mean, in 2017, there wasn't nearly as much as there is now, four years later, but 
um, it was out there, you know, there were people still doing stuff. And um, yeah, and like I said, the thing that that drew me in was um, when I listened to people talk, like from the Bitcoin space, people that had conviction about Bitcoin, I was struck by how how many people were highly intelligent, but also like not um, like it's like the difference between like um, like intelligence and um, overanalyzing. Do you know what I mean? Like th there's there's a highly intelligent component to the people in the space, but they're also very human and and grounded, and the intelligence has a wisdom to it. It's not just a knowledge does that make sense it makes total sense you know and I, I think there's so many examples of you know new so many co people coming into the space now of course and i think there's a lot of examples where that's not present or that's not the case right there's a very narrow knowledge and and perhaps an extreme intelligence but which lacks the broader wisdom to assess what's going on properly yeah and i you know i totally agree you know one it's such I mean, it's such a phenomenon that you you come into a space where, and I I usually term it, you know, I don't use the term wisdom, although it's it's perfectly reasonable in, you know, that you that you're using it. I usually just use the term clarity, right? Like I, you know, I think intelligence is one thing, but having like a broader clarity of perspective about all how all the pieces of the reality puzzle fit together, and you know, of course, nobody, uh, none of us have a, a full picture of that, but I do think Bitcoiners have both like you know highly specific um like domain expertise on the one hand but it's it's it coincides with a you know a, a broader clarity of perspective that allows them to kind of understand how their expertise fits into the whole and how and how to juggle the two almost most optimally or certainly more optimally than it, it seems like a lot of people in, in the broader society you know in norm in normie world seem to to do yeah. And I mean, to this day, I'm still struck by it. Like, uh, I'm just struck by the number of people and the new influx of people that are just bright, you know, yeah. like bright people and, um, and they're inspired and, and they're working their asses off for Bitcoin. Uh, you know, it, 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 I laugh to myself sometimes because I think I'm just so, so damn lucky because I'm like, I think to myself, like every time I buy Bitcoin, it's like all these people, like there's an army of people making Bitcoin better. And every time I buy a little bit, it's like, I benefit from, you know, this just, yeah, it's an army. And, and it, and it's, um, the kind of people that I just dig, like, you know, people that are ballsy, intelligent, but still human about the whole thing. And like you said, yeah, broader, you know, broader context, the, the philosophy and it just, all of it is just so, it's very it's very unique you know and, and and one of the things that i love about it too is you know bitcoin is a is a is a proposition of principles right like it, it says like here i am this open decentralized immutable censorship resistant you know honest fair you know meritocratic system right yeah. do you accept me sort of thing. And, and, and if you're someone that says, yes, I, I accept you, I accept these, these rules, I accept these principles. I think they then, you know, almost necessarily uh, impact people with similar or in, in, almost imbue 
people with similar principles if they decide to accept them. And so, you know, that's one of the things that I, I love so much about this space. And obviously there's exceptions, but um, it is a, is a principled behavior, right? It is principles of honesty and integrity um, and, and truthfulness, right. And, and, and forthrightness, like, and, and, uh, yeah, yeah and, and, and many more. And those, those are, those are wonderful things that you don't see in many places today. Yeah. It's, it's, it's incredible. And it's incredible that it, that it's originating with a protocol. Like, like to me, it just, it's mind boggling, you know, that a piece of software is, you know, an open source piece of software is out there working, doing this thing. And yeah, like to your point, it's like, I mean, sometimes when I, when I sit back and think about it, it's like this machine that just, you know, the block after block after block. And it's just this, um, assertion or this, like, it's like a yes and a no, you know, it kind of reminds me even of the computer, the on off the ones and the zeros. It's like, it's a yes. Yeah. This transaction it's legit. It's like, it's a, it's a constant sort of like heartbeat of like, this is the truth. This is the truth. This is the truth. And, and as you keep bouncing up against it, yeah, it's just wild. What happens? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it happens, but there's something about it that the heartbeat of that, of the, of the Bitcoin blockchain, is just like the truth of it just starts to like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm moving my hand here, just kind of like, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 like a heartbeat. And, and, yeah. and, and it just, it, it is a frequency, you know, and it does, uh, it just starts to impact you. The more you bounce up against it, it's not, it's not changing. You know, it, it's doing the same thing again and again and again. And, and the more you bounce up against it, it starts to affect you. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. I think it, it, it has an interesting propensity also to, you know, we say this a lot in the space and a lot of people, not in the space probably don't understand what we mean but that it kind of reveals the truth about people and i think mm -hmm. just an aspect of that is that its proposition is so bold and bare right everything i just articulated about the openness and the fairness like that's what it's proposing and if you agree with that and you integrate it then that says something about you right if you resist it and you you criticize it and you decry it well that says something about you too right it's yeah. like it's like it's like the judgment that can't be escaped, right? If you even come within, you know, uh, if it enters your awareness or if you come within its, its uh, you know, domain, let's say, it's almost like you're necessarily judged by how you, how you interact or don't interact, how you engage or don't, how you, how you criticize or, or praise, you know, like, because it is, you know, those unchanging principles. So the only thing that can really be, uh, you know, assessed for reaction is you. And uh, it's, it's, you know, and we see this playing out all the time, right? We see, we see new people come in and, um, and the culture that's grown up around that fundamental proposition is obviously an extension of that. And so that's the cyber hornets, right? That's, that's yeah. people that um, kind of are the active principle of that judgment of those principles inherent in that system. And, uh, you know, maybe sometimes they go in the, you know, a little bit overboard, but I actually don't think that's the case. I, I think my observation of, of a lot of, you know, people say toxicity, right? Which I, I actually entirely reject. Mm. I, I think it's um, a playful test of character mm. because I know a lot of these people and obviously have interacted with them a lot. And, you know, they are happy, playful, 
loving, supportive people a lot of time, imperfect, of course, but um, when they when people come in and it, it's, it becomes evident that um, there's a conflict between them and let's say the system is as odd as I know that sounds. Um, I think, you know, the, the hornets, the immune system just kind of poke and prod to try to reveal more of the character of these people. And you may not like that that's the case, but again, I, I do think we're a culture is emerging here and it only makes sense that the culture at large and the participants within that culture would want to, to understand deeply who's coming into it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, um, there is an ethic and there are principles that permeate that culture. And I think that response is, is perfectly natural. Apply a little pressure and see what's revealed about the character of, of people that are presuming to enter it. And, and we know how that plays out. If you come in with humility and, uh, a, a, a desire to understand the truth, um, and, you know, uh, uh you know, not taking yourself too seriously and a playfulness, then you're going to be welcome with open arms and you're going to be subsumed into the culture, you know, almost immediately. But if you resist or if you have arrogance or you lack humility or you presume to know, you know, fill in the blank, then you're going to probably uh, continue to get uh, pressed and, and prodded and poked. And uh, how you respond to that is, is very telling. And, you know, we, there's been some funny instances of that recently with Lex or, or Eric or whomever, but, um, yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of, uh, reminds me a bit of, uh, the great, uh, standup comedians where they, uh, it's like they, you know, they, they push and, um, they poke and they push and they, they do it to see like, what, how will you respond? You know, like, how will you respond to what, what I'm throwing at you. And like you said, it, it, it reveals, right. It, it's, it's a bit of a mirror. Um, and it's very cool to see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I, the, I love it. I do too. I mean, you know, I, I'm with you, the Hornets, it's like, there's sometimes where I'm like, Oh man, did we, did we just do that? You know? And I'm saying we, because I feel such a, you know, uh, I don't know. I just feel a but, union with, with this, you know, did, did we just go there? I'm like, okay, let's see, let's see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> It's so, you know, it's so ridiculous sometimes, but that's the beauty, like, that's the beauty of fuck you, right? That's, that's saying like, it, it's almost a test to see if you can really, you know, see the truth behind the action, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and, and to realize that these are people who don't care about your opinion, but who are willing to engage with you and interact and, and even develop strong relationships with you, if you accept that that premise, you know, yep. that, that they can do what they want to do and you can do what you want to do. And the system treats everyone the same regardless. And, um, it's very, it's very, <laughs> it's very human, you know, and I, and I think it's, I, I actually think it's really important because especially now, you know, in, in, in the world that we're living in right now, mm -hmm. it's so important for people to be challenged on what they hold to be sacred. It's so important because there is an elevated sort of level of quote unquote sacredness, you know, to, to, to so much of like our society right now. And it's, and it's so important that there are these gatekeepers that are always bashing it down, like, like breaking it. And uh, because yeah. if, if we get too, if we get too um, obsessed with these ideas, like with ideas about things and identifying with things, 
it's dangerous, you know, and it's so, it's, it's so important for people to, it's so important to have this immune system that kind of attacks in a way, you know, if, if you can attack, if you can keep attacking things um, to kind of reveal their essence, you know, like really reveal their essence because, you know, we're complicated, we're complicated things, you know, we have all these ideas about things, but really, and that's why I love Bitcoin so much. It's like first principles. Can you go back and see what's underneath it and then what's underneath that and what's underneath that until you can distill it down, you know, but, you know, all too often in the world, I think, especially, you know, well, whatever, I don't want to be negative about anything, but I'm not a fan of like, you know, a lot of academia and, and stuff like that, where it's like, there's, there's an obsession with kind of like, um, overthinking over analysis, identification with ideas as though, you know, there's some ideas that are the most important. And yeah, I, I just like when, I like when people can find a deeper truth, like, yeah. and, and if you, and if you find a deeper truth or, or feel a deeper truth, then you don't get shaken out, right? Like people can come at you with stuff. The hornets can attack you, but if, if you're, if you're, if you feel strong about what you know and who you are, it's not going to bother you that much. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Totally. And I, I think that's part of the reason why Bitcoin instills such confidence in people. It's, it's because like, you know, for all the benefits and new novel behaviors that it permits, you know, the protection of your, your money, your, your savings, your sacrifice, however you want to characterize it. Um, it doesn't like, it doesn't matter what, anybody says to you about it right and i think you know that mm -hmm. gives you a confidence to go into the, the fray you know go into the the melee and just you know try stuff test stuff propose stuff smash ideas together assert yeah. yourself withdraw from it because you know like none of none of those barbs none of those attacks if they even are you know truly attacks and not playful sparring uh none of it matters you're still good Right. Yeah. So to have that confidence, I think that, you know, that's, that's what's required to pursue, you know, pursue truth almost, right? Like you have to have like some kind of an anchor. And I think that Bitcoin is providing that for people to allow them, you know, the whole idea of becoming uncancelable. And of course, you know, m most people aren't, are yet to be completely uncancelable, but the fact that you're sovereign over your money is like the, the major step, right? And once you have that established, I think people are finding that elements of their personality or even, you know, just it's giving them an opportunity to ask deeper questions about themselves and then have the, the confidence and freedom to actually begin expressing those things, whether it be in their personal life or their career or, or wherever, um, and trying to, you know, continuing and perhaps even accelerating that journey of understanding themselves and, and becoming that person that maybe that previously they thought they, they wanted to or could be, but were inhibited in some way or discovering that, you know, there's a whole new person that they didn't know they could be, that this is giving them, you know, this is empowering them to be able to strive for in a, in a more confident or more effective way. And uh, it's a, and I think it's all because that, that kind of one little seed of, of, of confidence and sovereignty is, bleeding out into all these other areas 100 percent, and and of course it's done with such you know uh incredible irony and humor you know like this you know, the meme lords right i mean it's just incredible and 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 you know the meme of like fuck you money like you said f you money 
it's like, I mean, the word that comes to mind is when you distill it down past the humor and the, you know, the meme of it, it's like the word that comes to mind is like agency. And, and it's just such a powerful force, you know, because it's at the heart of everything that gets built. Like everything that gets built by humans is about, you know, a human being sensing, oh, I got something. I want to put it out there. I want to make something, you know? And yeah, there's something about, um, there's something that happens when you sense that um, the value that you have, um, that you create is yours. It, 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 something happens. And, and like you said, the, the, you know, for me, it's like agency emerges. And then you, a, a person starts to feel more confident, more able to sort of plumb themselves for like, you know, wh who am I? What, what is this? What am I doing here? What, you know, what am I going to, what am I going to do? Is there something that I really want to do versus, you know, um, this other thing, which is like, there's a system that I got a game and I got to play some kind of a, you know, game to win this game that doesn't feel right to me to play anyways, but uh, I guess I'm supposed to do it, you know, versus this other thing that, that starts to emerge from within that's organic. That's like, Oh, this is, this is what I, I want to do. This is, you know, where I feel drawn, um, inspired. It, it, it's just a completely different, um, way to approach, you know, your, the way you operate in the world. And, uh, it's just, it's awesome. I think, I think that's a great point. And I, I think that's why, you know, if you look at the culture or the community insofar as it's represented on Twitter, which obviously is, is limited, um, that's why there's such a joyful playfulness, right? Like yeah. there's, there's yeah. joy and happiness in the community. And I think part of that is for the very reason you just articulated, it's like pri people's prior life is you're born into the system. You're kind of forced down a funnel of doing things that you don't really find that meaningful, but it's the way to game the system that you find yourself in and then you grow up and you kind of find yourself i don't really like the way this system operates as the more you learning learn about it and then you feel bad about yourself because you're you're forced to conform to a system you don't you don't believe in right that you don't you don't think is right and almost nothing could be more soul destroying than that and i know you know I've, both myself and i've talked to a lot of people in previous careers or in previous jobs that they've had that's the very way they characterize them is soul destroying it's like i i fucking hated getting up in the morning and going and doing that bullshit but you know what was i supposed to do you know i'd spent this many years in school to do that and i'd been you know my family had kind of put me down this path or my obligations or you know all that kind of stuff and then to find this new system and to understand the principles on which it's predicated and to see the culture emerging around it and uh, to be able to engage it and then, then also to be able to use it to extricate yourself from the old one and make that transition to the new. And I'm not talking about like getting a job in Bitcoin. I just mean like using Bitcoin as a savings technology to, you know, siphon off what you were able to build in that, that old system and bring it into this new one and then empower you to continue kind of unpacking yourself so that you can get back to a place where you actually, you know, both believe in the system and find meaning in the things you're doing and therefore believe in yourself and therefore feel happier and then and therefore feel more joy and that's why i think there's so much of that in this space because like it's like fuck rejoice 
we've yeah. you know we've we've, yeah. we've we've got something uh we've got a better thing here now we've got something that's principle that's right that's good that can lead to the expression of you know uh what we think is right and who we really are and the, and and a, a fairer way of organizing all that stuff like re-fucking joyce right yeah yeah when you hey when you're free like truly when you if, you, if you've ever experienced like you know the feeling of freedom in your life if you're not if you're not you know rejoicing and happy and having you know fun with it then you haven't felt it yet you know because because feeling free is that thing you you rejoice and uh yeah it's it's yeah, it's so sweet. I mean, and you know what that's you're why, saying. That's why I take an issue with with people that, that decry the toxicity because I'm just like, man, you could not be further from the fucking truth. You you yeah. are just blanking on this one hard, just because there's something in you that's resisting it. Well, that and you know, it's not easy to deal with the gesture, right? I mean, right. it's not the gesture is, uh, you know, the gesture is poignant and and uh, and and pushes in a way that makes people uncomfortable. Um, but, and, and it's always, there's always a bit of tongue in cheek, you know, but it's razor sharp intelligence at the same time, you know, the gesture is so wise. So, I mean, I, I love it. I love it. It's almost, it's almost like, you know, I've never thought of it in this way, but familiar with the character of the gesture, but it's almost like the gesture is like a tool for development, right? Because like yeah. the gesture or the cyber hornets, right? If they, if what they do offends you, that should be a signal to you. It's like, what about it in me is it mm -hmm. is it triggering that i'm being offended by it right because that's that's probably an indication that i need to unpack something right they're they're, they're almost providing a service mm -hmm. you know like they're they're helping you mine yourself for the places where you know you haven't uh explored something maybe adequately adequately and i you know i i, I guess you know the analogy of the jester is a is a apt one there yeah there's a reason why the jester was always so close to the king right Right. And the king always kept the gesture close. The only one who could like really criticize him sort of thing. Yeah. Criticize him and uh, make him laugh at the same time and teach him, you know. I got to look yeah. more into that. <laughs> I, haven't looked, <laughs> I haven't looked into gestures very much, but yeah. <laughs> well, sounds, the gesture, the joker, like right? I mean, it's, 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 uh, it's in, it's, it's uh, a universal somehow, you know, this theme of the joker is the gesture. Um, yeah, it's a really you know, one of the great characters written of all time too, the Joker, the Jester. But speaking about like what were you saying earlier, this thing of like, <clears throat> you know, the Matrix is you know the Matrix gets thrown around obviously in the in the zeitgeist and uh, and uh, and Bitcoin reminds me of, um, you know, it reminds me of um, you know, the the humanness involved in like, you know, like what we we're talking about before the, the idea of the system and, and you, you know, if you um, sort of get involved in a system that you think you got to be on the, you know, the treadmill, the, the wheel. Um, and then suddenly you discover that maybe you don't, you know, and like, I like to see, or I think of like a, a human's life as like, um, it, you know, it's very simple and very complicated, you know, because we come into the world and I have a three-year-old now, you know, a, a daughter and, and she's teaching us so much, obviously. Um, but, but you see that, that, um, you know, barring any uh, unfortunate kind of, you know, traumatic event or anything, the, you know, we come into the world and, and we've just, we've got genius on tap. They're, they're just so able to, to, to take everything in and they're so aware of everything. And, 
and uh, but they're also so extremely dependent and it's it's really a unique uh it's just a really unique thing because we come into the world and we're kind of hardwired for um survival but in order to do so we kind of have to look outward you know like we have to look at our parents or our caregivers or whatever and we've got to adapt to them in order to survive and so we're always looking outward looking upward you know towards the the bigger human you know the authority the caregiver to survive and so it's kind of in us you know it's it's kind of programmed into us in order to survive you got to be able to adapt to what's outside of you um and and then as you get older i mean this was my experience and that's why that's why i'm sharing it but as you get older and you start to sort of uh, get your feet under you more you know uh you might start to ask more questions, you know, it depends on if you're, if you're lucky enough to have people around you that care about you and support you and whatnot, um, and don't make it too hard for you. I mean, sometimes when people, you know, face really adverse stuff, they, you know, they mutate and they, and they still make it, you know, to the other side, but it's more difficult, I think. But yeah, if you get, if you get some support and you start to sort of have the space to ask your own questions, um, you start to sort of see that, Oh, wait a second. I don't, I don't need to calibrate off what's going on outside of me. You know, I, I don't, I actually don't need to um, look at the system and game the system. I mean, it doesn't happen for everybody. Um, but something like Bitcoin, I think actually is that, that truth wall that you can kind of bump into. And it can, like you said, uh, it can affect you and, and maybe wake you to this thing that is like, um, I no longer have to look outside of myself for what's what's what I must do. And, and maybe I could find it within myself, you know, and that was my journey. You know, when I was in my twenties, I had so many questions about everything and I had no answers. Like I just couldn't get any answers about any of the questions. And it was difficult because, you know, if you really do have questions about how things are and you really don't feel like there's answers out there, then you kind of got to find them for yourself in some ways. Like, and maybe not in some ways you really do, you know, um, and, uh, or, or, or kind of give up, which a lot of people do also, which is a tragedy. Exactly. That that's the other option, right? You abdicate and you just sort of fall in line. You fall into the system. You, you sort of say, you know what the, my, well, whatever, I don't know if people do it consciously or not, but like my programming of like other people know better, you know, other people will guide me, you know, authority so much, will so much easier. Yeah, it's 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 easier and it's in us, right? So it's almost like if you, it's almost like you gotta you gotta you know you gotta have a rebirth of some sort, you know. And I mean, it sounds kind of cliche, but it, it, and and when you do or if you do, it's it, it's intimidating and it, and it's kind of scary, I think, to go to say to oneself like, ah, uh, no one has the answers. Like I gotta find yeah. them, you know. I gotta find them yeah. for myself. I think that's an excellent point. And it, I think it's something that, you know, sadly uh, has not up till this point prevailed in that many people. I think a lot of people take the comfortable route, the one that's, that's known, right? Because it's so much harder to determine things for yourself when, you know, a, a nice, nicely packaged narrative is, li is, is laid out for you when you enter into the world. And all you got to do is adopt it and things become a lot more certain. And who doesn't like certainty and who doesn't like comfort? Um, and as you say, you know, um, 
this idea yeah i've been reading a lot of jordan peterson stuff recently and this idea of sacrifice and it's not just like the grand sacrifice it's a sacrifice on a daily basis of who you currently are and all the different associations and identities and perceptions that lead to you becoming that person sacrificing that daily for who you might become with greater clarity with a different perception with more wisdom with more knowledge etc and so to and that's kind of the that's the behavior of the hero is the one who's all like who shows up every time with the courage to sacrifice themselves for who they might be right for 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 that who's willing to put them place themselves in that uncomfortable position of uncertainty once again just because they know that there's there's something better that lies beyond that will be more truthful be more clear and be a, a more ultimately beneficial perspective for them in constructing a you know a joyful happy truthful uh you know righteous life and i know that last word is is fairly um it has, carries a lot of religious baggage but you know that that is the idea of the hero and and I, I, I think we could all relate to the, the courage that it takes. And this is, we've been discussing this theme throughout this conversation so far to, to show up and, and say, I don't know. And, you know, whether, and again, this happens on all scales constantly, but and say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to, to be the fool in order to, uh, you know, gain wisdom and gain uh, knowledge as I move forward. And the, the 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 courage to consistently be the fool is 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 a is a genuine form of of courage. And what I think about Bitcoin is that you know, I think it has the effect of being like a, a a a great deconditioning machine almost. You know, like we come in, as you said, to the world and through our family and through our culture and stuff, we get inculcated with a great many things right and this is our conditioning and this is why we think and speak and act in in various ways different from culture to culture and it almost seems like in a way bitcoin is this thing that has its own first principles right these principles of you know fairness and meritocracy and openness and and uh incorruptibility and these sorts of things uh upon you know that that when people really start to understand it and go down that rabbit hole almost serves to, to, to decondition a lot of things they were, they were uh, inculcated with and built back up from those principles, from that place of maybe a more solid, maybe a more um, valid ground. Um, and I, I, you know, again, I think this is part of the reason why we see these dramatic personal changes because their, their perspective has been, you know, they've be, been deconditioned to a certain degree, and then their perspective has been, you know, fairly dramatically reoriented around these things. And I, I think the proof is in, in the pudding that it's, that's probably a beneficial thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, again, if I sh share a bit of my personal side, it's like, uh, I went up until my, you know, mid 20s. And my whole, my whole world was about like, what do other people think is good? You know, what do, what do others value? What do others um, esteem? And I followed that, you know, and, you know, I, I happen to be, you know, pretty good at certain things. So I got really good at the things that I thought other people valued. And, uh, and I think I was probably perceived, you know, I mean, I can't say for sure, but I think I was probably perceived like, oh, very, you know, successful person, you know, very good at this, very good at that. And I thought, 
you know, this is, this is the way, but I was always wondering, like, I, you know, I always found myself kind of going like, there's gotta be something else. You know, I was always thinking there's gotta be something else. Um, and I built this, you know, I built this, I, you know, not to be critical of myself, but you know, I didn't know any better, but I built this kind of like facade, you know, of like who I was. Um, and I think a lot of people admired me for it in some ways. And, uh, and I was lucky enough, you know, I was lucky enough in my, uh, in my mid twenties to have a relationship end and feel like a ton of, you know, just a ton of pain around the loss of a relationship. And it just cracked me. Like you kind of, you know, everything that I thought that I had kind of perfected and built up suddenly was just shaken up completely. And, um, yeah. And then I started to, you know, slowly again, begin my journey of like discovering it for myself. Um, and it was painful. You know, it was painful to kind of build up, build something that, you know, from the outside in essentially, and then have it all fall apart and then have to like start again, you know, with just questions. Mm. Um, but yeah. And so I guess when I bumped into Bitcoin, I was like, Oh fuck, this is like, you know, this is, I don't know. It just resonated with me. Um, and I think it's just something about the truth of it, you know, the simple truth of it. Um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, the- I, I can't stop now. I can't stop. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so obsessed. Like, you know, I'm one of those people, John, that's like, you know, uh, like I, I want to talk about it all the time, you know, yeah, and it's yeah. like my family and friends, it's like, you know, and they can see me sitting there being quiet. And they're like, I know you, you just want to talk about Bitcoin, but you, we do it all the time. So, you know, let's talk about something else. But, you know, everything else kind of like pales, you know, it just starts to pale. I, I used to, I used to read a bunch. I used to, I used to, you know, watch a bunch of movies, you know, I used to love stories. Um, and now it's like, it's like, I, I don't want to occupy my psychic space. You know, I don't want anybody else telling me the stories anymore. You know, it's like, I just value my, I value my time so much now, um, you know, more than ever. And I just don't want it. You know, I just don't want, I want to be in charge of my time and my psychic space. And um, yeah. And Bitcoin just, you know, just keeps scratching me where I itch. So I'm grateful. I think, I think we all suffer from that affliction. You know, like we're, we find ourselves in a social environment and we're sitting around with, you know, five or six friends and, they're talking about God knows what, you know, current pop culture item or politics or whatever. And we're all just there like sitting on our hands, shaking, like somebody <laughs> ask me about Bitcoin right now. <laughs> you know. And then of course, That's... when we get to connect with Bitcoiners, then we get to let it all flow out, which, you know, is, is a primary reason why I do this pod. But, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a great point that bears repeating um, that you mentioned just before that um, about how, you know, you came out of a relationship and your, your world kind of came crashing down. And like, because the big question here is like, why the fuck is this thing having that kind of a, a, like the effect that we've been articulating on people, yeah. right? And I think part of it, you know, when we talk about conditioning, when we talk about culture and we talk about identity, when we talk about a belief, beliefs, you know, and a relationship is probably a good little microcosm of that because, you, you know, you, you, you think something of this person, you, you see a future with this person, you believe something about them. And then when it falls apart, like all that is taken away. And 
you do, it requires a fairly dramatic reorientation of at least a part of your reality, which was who, you know, who you spent most of your time with and why you did that and what you saw in terms of the future. So like, and I think that it, it makes you feel naked or at least vulnerable for a period of time, right? Because like, like a big chunk of your identity, and of course we construct our identities to feel comfortable about moving through the world, right? To feel enough certainty and confidence to have enough of a grasp on who we are and what this world is so that we can actually try to manipulate it in some way to our benefit. Um, that gets taken away and we're like, oh, oh shit, like I'm, I'm, I'm vulnerable right now. I gotta, I gotta fill up that chunk that's just been removed with something else that's gonna deliver to me the requisite stability to keep you know, performing that magic function of, of manipulating my world, of engaging reality in a way that ends up being beneficial to me. And uh, you know, I think on a, in a broader context, like you, you, you follow this all the way down and you, you end up at you know, religious or deeply philosophical principles. You know, and, and again, to refer to Peterson as, and most, I think a lot of religious scholars would say the same. It's like, you know, it's fine that we have, the world seems to be predominantly or at least a growing contingent of atheism, atheism today. Um, but the, the principles that are found in the religious stories are still very much a part of how they construct their worldview, whether they like it or not, or whether they know it or not. Um, but, you know, we don't need to, to open that can of worms. We can just simply say that, like, there are fundamental principles, and then upon those are more principles and more um, beliefs and perspectives and things that you associate your identity with in order to become that functional person that's able to engage with the world for whatever ends, right? And in most cases, it'll be, you know, a motivation of something in the future, right? Like you want something, you want your life to be a certain way. You want something in your life. And um, yeah, when, that, you know, when that gets ro rug pulled, it, that's, I think that's why it's so uncomfortable because like, it's literally the stuff that you are relying on to be a person in this chaotic, crazy, uncertain world. And it seems like Bitcoin is speaking to those elements at the very you know, foundational layer of those things, right? So like, for example, we may, our sports team may be part of our identity. Like maybe you support the Toronto Maple Leafs and that, you know, you cheer for them and you get hang out with your buddies and drink beers. And when they, when the team wins, you're happy. And when they lose, you're sad. And like, that's a, a part of your identity, albeit maybe not an important one, but not an unimportant one either. But certainly not as important as the more foundational ones about, you know, kind of how, your perception of reality is constructed and, and construed. And it seems like Bitcoin is like knocking at that door on that level of things, because how could, you know, how could you make a case that it's not when it's inspiring these types of changes in how people see things and how people feel things and the meaning people ascribe to things, you know, and, and look, I know we're having this conversation because we, we want to dig into this stuff. I know a lot of people might listen and think like, you know, it's way overboard, but you know, we, we, we got to focus in on, on the element we're trying to explore and then expand it in order to do it justice. And so I know this doesn't apply to everybody, but, uh, you know, it seems to be a very fundamental thing that's being changed here, right? Like on a very deep level. Yeah. 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 And, um, 
you know, I mean, not to crack open the can of worms that is, you know, a discussion about religion, but like, I, uh, I think, um, yeah, I think the, I mean, crack it open if you want. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'll crack, it open, I'll crack it open a little. I'll crack it open a little, which is like, I, I, I'm obviously we're all speaking from our own subjective place. Right. And, and my, my experience, you know, thus far in my life, and I'm, I'm always open to be humbled and changed, you know? Um, but so far it's like, I, uh, I've had to discover it for myself, basically. And, and again, it ties back to Bitcoin, this thing of self-sovereignty, you know, but, but like, um, you know, whatever, whatever things that I, that I feel that are, you know, quote unquote divine, you know, it's like, I've had to discover them for myself. I, I can't take anybody's word for it. I, I just, you know, I, I just couldn't do that. And it never felt right to me to take anyone's sort of thought or even someone else's experience. Uh, you know, I, I had to find for myself, like, this feeling of, like, something other, something bigger, something divine, you know, mm. and, uh, and, uh, yeah, and, and I guess I, I, I value it, because it, it kind of is the, you know, one of the sort of, I guess, bedrocks for me, you know, about how I operate and how I feel about life. Um, but it's mine, it's not anybody else's. And, uh, and I think that's why it feels so good to me, you know, and so strong to me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking a little esoterically here, but, but it is kind of esoteric, you know, it's yeah. individual. Um, before you go on, are, are you moving back and forth for, away from your mic? Cause I'm, oh, maybe. you're kind of like coming in and out. You're coming in and out a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm getting too philosophical. I got to <laughs> tweak my head left and right here. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, look, this, this is what these, these sorts of conversations are for. And, and like, it's, it's uncertain territory, right? So all we can do is really fumble around and, and try to, you know, try to dig, dig within ourselves and pull out some words that, that make any sense of all this stuff, because like even allowing yourself to believe that things are operating on, on that level with this thing is like a stretch, right? you know, you kind of, you're kind of sheepish about it. Like, am I really going to allow myself to, to go there, you know, to, 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 and certainly go there in public to suggest that like what we're dealing with here is like a, again, word with a lot of baggage, but like a religious instrument, you know, something with that level, you know, that order of influence on who we are and how we act and, and how we ascribe and convey meaning. Right. And like, that's a bold assertion, obviously, um but it it just again i mean again that's why i i want to put together this series because like i want to open that door about like why this is causing people to change in such fundamental ways but i would like to ask you you know you're saying like you want you've always been kind of searching for your own truth and you didn't want to you know accept or swallow one that was handed down to you, whether it be religious or cultural or philosophical or yeah. spiritual or whatever. Like, do you have any sense of why that is like why it was you, you wanted to discover it for yourself? Well, because I think because, uh, because of that sort of transformative experience I had in my twenties where it's like everything that I built sort of from the outside in crumbled. And then I had no choice in some ways. 
Like in some ways I had no choice to discover for myself because I felt so, um, you know, I don't know, like the thing that I built was gone. And so then what was left mm-hmm. and, and all really that, you know, th- that was left for me was like, like I said, questions. And then just this sort of painful feeling of like loss, like that I'd lost, you know, that I'd lost something. And, and, and I just, it was just very painful and, 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 you know, not to fucking toot my own horn or whatever, but what I, maybe one of the things I'm most proud of is that at that time in my life, when I was going, when I was feeling so much pain, um, that, uh, for what I think, I think because, you know, I had supportive family and whatnot, but, but I, uh, I, I managed not to like, you know, hit the booze and, or, or hit drugs or, you know, um, sleep around a ton. Um, not at all, actually. And, for whatever reason, some part of me knew that the pain that I was going through was, was essential. You know, I don't know how, I don't know how, whatever. I I just, somehow I knew, and I knew I didn't want to hide from it because, um, yeah, I don't know. We're going down different kind of rabbit hole here, but, but somehow it's connected. And yeah, I, uh, Hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. If you are, yeah, yeah. I I don't want want you to go anywhere. You're not, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I just, whatever. I'm good. No, it's good. Let's let's hit it. But it was, uh, it was just, uh, you know, it was just the thing where somehow inside of me, I knew that if I didn't deal with this pain now, it was going to be with me no matter what. And so, you know, uh, yeah, I just, you know, it was years of just dealing with this. I don't know. Fuck, it's weird. It's hard to describe, but just this uncomfortable, painful kind of a feeling. And, uh, and I had an unwillingness to kind of hide from it. And I think it shaped, you know, again, I don't know, fuck knock on wood, but I think it, it shaped my, my years to come, you know, after that, when I was able to emerge finally, and, um, it just happened to, to, it took quite a bit of time, but, but yeah, I just remember going like, I can't booze it. I just can't do it. And I can't, you know, chase these girls because, um, I just can't, uh, I, this pain is somehow important and it's going to teach me something and I got to stick with it, you know, you know, even though it was brutal and I don't yeah. know. I mean, there's people go through way more painful shit than, you know, and so I don't pretend that it's some kind of noble thing or whatever, but, um, it was mine and it was, for me, it was real and, and, and potent. So it's, it's definitely noble, at least in my opinion, not to seek the most expedient way out of a situation like that. Right. So girls, drugs, booze, whatever, something else to occupy your time and your, and your mind, like to, to know that there's a reason why the circumstance is making you feel so uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. And so fill in the blank emotions. And the way to solve that, you know, optimally, if not for good, but the, the way to solve it, let's say the correct way, is not just to cover it over, right? It's like, it's an, it's an indication that something needs to be addressed. And um, let you know, it run its course. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like, a, again, back to the courage notion like i think that's a courageous act you know for people to say like for people to accept pain right for people to say like yeah i'm going to you know i'm going to put up with this pain because i know on the other side of it there is something better there is something right and it's kind of you know that idea of the the immolation right the burning off of you know all the the detritus or the of of who you are of your identity of 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 your perspective that's not serving you or that's founded in delusion or fear or insecurity or what have you 
and leaving remaining that which is is true right and you know like i don't know if we can ever exist in pure truth with absolute clarity with a clear perspective all that kind of stuff you know the enlightened as it were but it does seem that you can at least identify um ways to creep toward that right by by sacrificing those elements of yourself that aren't serving you um, and hanging out in that uncomfortable area of of pain and discomfort and vulnerability while you search for the things that are most truthful of your about yourself to then integrate and move forward with right yeah. that i mean that's the fucking that's the hero's journey and so yeah. many people swerve on that and again like i can't help but think that bitcoin being what it is as a, a certain form of truth and also something that permits certain behaviors is is not only kind of delivering a certain sense of 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 clarity to people's perspectives and allowing them to maybe construct a, a new perspective on on better principles but again is that idea of confidence is like giving them the, the something like almost like something that stands behind them to say like you know th this is a sense of security right like no matter like if you you can kind of rely on it to move forward with more confidence because it's a sense of security that perhaps you never had before and it like it, because we're always in, in in normie land like a lot of people are in the situation where let's say they're paycheck to paycheck or even if they're not their obligations you know their house and their car and their family obligations all that stuff are pretty much equivalent to what's coming in right so as you say they're always on that hamster wheel and you know they they too many responsibilities to shirk on and it just ends up making them feel like they're a bit trapped right and they they they, they can't uh sacrifice those elements of their self that they might or they can't um explore themselves in the ways that they might because of that and and bitcoin seems to be uh bestowing a certain sense of security that pushes into the future that is that you know giving people a greater sense that like yeah maybe i can dig into those things a little bit more and it's not going to be disastrous to me or my situation or my family because of the security that bitcoin provides yeah. And it's, it's, it's again, sort of what we touched on earlier. It's like agency and empowerment, right? When, when, and that's why the deep dive into money is so important. You know, money gets such a bad rap uh, mm. in so many narratives, but if you deep dive into money, you realize that it's just value. You know, it's the value that you create and store basically. And, and this thing, you know, this Bitcoin thing, it's about, it, it, it instills kind of like agency and empowerment because whatever you do becomes yours yeah you know and, and that stays yours right importantly it's because, so powerful you know, it's so yeah. powerful you can't underestimate the power of when you do something it's yours you mm -hmm. know and not only that but that's also very intimidating john because then you kind of like and i i get why people in some ways like uh you know they push off of bitcoin because you got to then face like, okay, then it's me. It's my responsibility. It's mine. It's mine. There's no excuses. There's no somebody else's, it's ownership, you know, and, and, and that's uncomfortable. It, it can be very uncomfortable to go to not have an, uh, an idea as to why not when it's just, it's yours now, what are you going to do? You know, that's, that's a difficult thing to embrace in some ways, taking that responsibility. Absolutely. And, you know, it, it kind of, there's, there's so many interesting parallels of Bitcoin to esoteric topics and religion and stuff like that. But that, you know, 
what you just said makes me think of the uh, the idea of what the philosopher's stone in alchemy, right? Yeah. And and which was that the the seeking of the philosopher's stone was the process of the individual purification, right? Of, of the person who was seeking it and attempting to, you know, construct it. And I, and I, it, there's a very obvious parallel with Bitcoin. Is like the more you understand it, and the more you engage it, and the more you integrate it and leverage the the potential and possibilities that it represents the more it seems to require your transformation and if not require certainly the propensity to inspire it seems to exist and uh yeah chalk another one up for like just a bizarre sort of element of of this thing but yeah i mean it's it's, unavoidable it does. And, and, you know, absolutes. I mean, I'm never, I'm never, um, I'm never too keen on like, you know, throwing out absolutes, but man, this thing, this thing's got like, <laughs> yeah, this thing's got legs. It's let me, uh, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> um, and I don't think this is going to happen, but I, of course it's possible. And, when there's so much hope uh, and reliance on something, you know, it's a, it's it's a necessary thought exercise. I think, what happens if it goes away? Right? It fails. Bug in the code. State attack. Like you know, we, we don't have to go into the validity of the FUD. I just mean philosophically speaking. Like if it goes away, how does that affect you? Would you think? Great question. <sighs> I mean, I don't know for sure, uh, you know, hopefully we don't find out, but if, yeah, if, if I was to hazard a guess, um, I don't know, something, I mean, you know, it, it has such an incredible beginning. <laughs> I mean, you're stumping me here. Um, <laughs> I, I want to say it's not going away, but um, uh for me, I don't know what, what would happen. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the results would be. I, I, I don't think the process would change much though. You know, like the thing in me that has, has and continues to embrace that, like, I gotta, I gotta create something that I'm creating my world, that I'm creating my life. I don't think that's going away. I don't care. There's, there, I just don't see a, a bug going into that code, you know? Mm. So, um, that's going to stay and, uh, it would be great, you know, if the tools were out there that sort of aligned and supported that, but that in me is not going away. Um, hmm. so I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's no right answer, obviously. I mean, it's something, you know, I'm, I'm just as wrapped up in this as anyone. And so I asked myself that question and you know, it would obviously be devastating. Uh, and I think it would remove the, the element of hope that Bitcoin represents is incredibly powerful. Uh, and I think more powerful than maybe a lot of people appreciate. And if that's removed, um, you know, that would, that would be difficult. But one of the things that I, I think I would take some solace in is that I've already connected with so many great people that were brought together by this thing 
And, you know, if, if the tool went away, that would be devastating. And, and, and those people would be far less capable of, of, you know, advancing the cause that they were a part of and building what they wanted to build because, you know, we, we derive a lot of obviously power and benefit from having this tool and it's sucking all of us in. And when that goes away, maybe there'd be some dispersion and despondence and, uh, you know, and obviously uh, less effective means of, of pursuing what, what seems to be a coalescence of, of certain principles and goals in, in the, in the quote unquote community, but still having, you know, having identified a lot of having, having leveraged that tool to identify a lot of people that line up on, on similar things and are pursuing, uh, certain ideas, you know, maybe chief among them truth, uh, is, you know, would still be a blessing and, and hopefully, you know, something would come out of, of that nevertheless, but, um, definitely. I mean, I, 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 am uh, an eternal optimist. I don't know. I guess, I guess maybe in some ways I always have been. And I know that that Bitcoin is just channeling what's already there. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I mean, like well, it's it, just behavior at, at the end of the day. Right. I mean, it's still yeah. just us. I mean, yeah. if it's a really funny thing, right? Because we could act <laughs> in many ways, like we, we could act, we could have always acted as though Bitcoin existed. Right. But the, just the thing is like at scale, we don't, right. We don't trust each other enough. We don't, the, the constraints on our behavior are such that people, people bend and break them. And the more people that bend and break them, the, you know, the more people that bend and break them further. Um, but uh, you're, you're right. I mean, all of this is just behavior. And it's just that this thing is kind of establishing new parameters for that behavior. And I guess we're agreeing that those are good parameters and they're useful parameters and we want to try to optimize them. Yeah, this stuff, it's, 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 it's you know, it's, like I said, it's, it's behavior that's already there. It's mojo that's already there. And, and for whatever reason, you know, this Bitcoin is, it's channeling it. And, and, you know, like, like to answer your question again, if it went down, you know, if it went down, it would suck. But um, I think that, um, I think that something else would, you know, another tool would emerge at some point. Um, and again, my eternal optimism is that, you know, um, that, Things just things when, when things get bad, they get bad because um, they're going to get good again, you know. And, and it's a bit of the fourth turning thing, um, where, uh, yeah, you you, um, you know, I just have this this sort of profound sense that that, um, and I guess that's what keeps me pretty happy and pretty optimistic about everything and pretty hopeful about everything is that I think that every every time things when things turn down and turn dark, you know, the old darkest before the dawn, it's like, it, it's, it's necessary, you know, it's necessary to emerge. And um, yeah, so things for me are always going to, they're always going to end up with, you know, a rebirth and a new thing and, you know, something brighter. So I, I say that with this sort of like ominous, dark voice, but um, no, it's, it's a very, you know, it's a beautiful thing, you know, that, whatever it's weird i mean you know i feel lucky as shit so it's kind of easy for me to say but yeah i, I always had that i always had that sort of sense that when things get bad it's just because 
they got to get bad in order to get good, you know, something yeah. like that. Well, hopefully we can avoid the extent to which things get bad as a result of Bitcoin being in the mix now, because, uh, you know, we certainly have a lot of instances where things got pretty fucking bad. So yeah. if we can, uh, if we can mitigate how deep down we go, that would be a good thing. But, um, dude, I know you're, uh, you're on a schedule, but I did want to ask, you, you know, this has all been pretty 10,000 feet at this point, but, you know, since getting involved in Bitcoin, like are there, are there material or concrete or identifiable things that have changed in like your day-to-day -day life, uh, you know, as a result of, let's say this, this reorientation of perspective that we've been exploring. Sell everything, baby. Just sell it. <laughs> <laughs> sell it all. You don't need any of this shit. Look around you. You don't need. What any do you mean? You, just distill no. everything into sats. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, no, you know, it's like distill is a great word, you know, like it's just an, another, another sort of piece in my life where like oh yeah I, like it, it's just it's just another mirror saying like asking me like what's important to me you know like is this shit important to me and 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 most of the time you know it just helped me distill down like what i value basically mm. you know it puts put, put me in tune with like value itself and then made me go what do i value like what what's really important to me and the stuff that you know, may have preoccupied my time and my attention before just slowly starts to just erode, you know, um, it's hard to describe why or how it happens, but I just started to sort of say like, what's important to me, you know, what's more, what's important to me. I'm a dad now, you know, I'm a husband now. Um, I've got this partnership. I got this little one that I'm raising, you know, I've got my family and my friends. Um, I got my health, you know, I want to, be happy, healthy, and full of energy for as long as I can. It's like, what are the things that are most important to me? I love being in nature. Uh, I love time. I love just having time. Um, so anything that didn't fit with this, you know, and this, you know, it's continually evolving picture of like, you know, what makes my life feel good to me? What, how is my life valuable to me? Um, and, you know, that, and, and that's not to say it's a totally selfish thing, right? Because um, helping other people, um, being with other people, you know, um, you know, it, it, I mean, again, it sounds a little trite, but like helping others, like I like it. Like when I can, you know, uh, offer something to someone else, like I benefit, you know, so, um, you know, I'm big into, um, <laughs> for lack of a better way of describing, it, I'm big into selfishness. Like, and, and, and maybe we, we, you know, in, in the community or whatever people call it more like sovereign sovereignty or whatever, but like, there's something important about uh, like a degree of selfishness. Like what's, what do I want? You know, what's important to me? Like, what do I want my life to be like, you know? Um, and so, you know, Bitcoin's just really helped me, you know, help me distill those things down even further. Um, and man, when I, you know, busted my own node and, you know, you know, got my cold car going and, um, got my multi-sig and, and it, it's just a weird feeling to be like, this is mine. Like I'm doing this, you know, I'm holding this value. No one's going to get to it. Um, no one's, no one's diluting it, you know, literally figuratively. It's like, it feels good. Like it just feels good to be 
I, I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but it's something about this feeling of empowerment and agency, you know, and uh, yeah, and I, and I feel it more and more every day and it helps me distill down more and more every day. And uh, again, I just feel so grateful for it. You know, it's just another thing. And, you know, I'm looking forward to what's ahead because, you know, there's so much that I still don't know what's coming, but um, it feels good to sit and be, you know, sit and listen, listen to this thing, listen to what's coming, you know, um, make intuitive choices. Like, you know, more, more specifically, like we made some, you know, kind of big choices, you know, we kind of, we sold where we were living, we sold out of there, we left the, the city. Um, uh, even like, like I got a bit of a career change going now that's sort of beginning again. And um, just trying to embrace like, going with what feels right now, you know, throwing away the throwing away the blueprint and just kind of feeling intuitively, like, you know, creatively, like, what's what am I going to do now? Um, yeah, and I don't know, I mean, it's all coincided with Bitcoin somehow. So um, I'm digging it. <laughs> well, man, sell that, everything, that, baby. Just sell it. That, that that sounds like a phenomenal place to put a pin on this thing. So um, yeah, unless you, unless you have any uh, final comments, man, I've really enjoyed this conversation. And of course, I appreciate you being so open and sharing your thoughts and your experiences and, you know, how, how this has impacted you. Yeah, man. I mean, ditto for me, you know, I I've listened to you, uh, for a long time now and uh i'm grateful to be uh just having the combo with you you know you're doing great stuff and uh it's uh you know it's uh it's important you know how we communicate with one another you know and how we are to one another like this you know the, our conversation and 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 many others that i've had and you know hopefully we'll we'll keep having but yeah it's just it's uh I don't know. It's hard to describe it, but yeah, it's, it's how, just important. How, how you communicate is almost more important than what's being communicated. That, that's that's kind of how I've been characterizing it. 100%. Yeah, 100%. And that, John, we could go down a whole new rabbit hole with that. Like, uh, <laughs> And it's, it, it's stuff, maybe we'll do it again at some point, but this, sure. this theme that you just brought up, how you communicate versus what you communicate, epic. It's just epic. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll do it again at some point, but, um, let's do it, man. Yeah. I appreciate I, it, man. I'll, it's been, it's I'll let you get on, but, um, I'll, uh, I'll hit you up again and we'll, we'll, we'll dive back in. Sounds great. All right, brother. Take care of yourself. All right, brother. See you. Cheers. Okay.